We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the lineup builder for showdowns. I'm your host, Head Chopper. Going to be joined by Big T in a minute, and we're going to build you two lineups, one on DraftKings, one on FanDuel. I'll walk you through the players, basically. Eh, you can play the same lineup if you want to. I probably wouldn't do it. I think I'd tune into this show just to hear what I think, what, what Big T thinks is going to be the game script for tonight, and what I think might be the game script for tonight, and you know, see if you can uh, see if it fits your narrative and, and, and fits your players. So, and then you can, you know, there's just a little extra fuel to your fire. Just try to pick up a nugget, man. We're just we're just trying to pick up nuggets here. That's all we're trying to do here. So, we're gonna build that. I'm gonna bring in Big T in, guys. It's Thursday night, so you know that that means that uh, I say it every week. Thursday rolls around, and you know it's coming now. It, the weekend's almost here. All the games, main slates, NFL, college. Now we got basketball, so it's jam-packed with sports nowadays. So this, these Thursdays really trigger the weekend, that weekend feeling. So we bring in Big T and ask him how he's feeling on this wonderful Thursday. Not so wonderful for me because my god dang Astros keep dropping the ball here. I don't know what's going on, but maybe they'll right the ship here pretty soon. But uh So I'm sure Big T's in a better mood than me, but let me bring in Big T and ask him how he's doing, man. I'm not sure I'm in a better mood. I bet I got the last two showdown slates. Whoo, we took a little woodshed. I like the what was the the Sunday? Oh, I like the Broncos over the Chiefs. They lost by a hundred, and then I like the Jets to compete with the Patriots a little bit, and they lost by a hundred. Couldn't get a first down. Seeing ghosts. I've been on your Astros for two games. They, I mean, they, it's all little stuff too. Like yeah. last night going to that big inning, they had a few chances to get out. Verlander threw strike three the one time, got squeezed a little, stared him down. And then Bregman could have made that play to get out of the inning. He kind of kicked the ball. It's all little stuff in baseball, all sports. Like make the play, get out of the inning. You got a different game. All of a sudden they score six runs. But all that to say, man, it's been, it's been a little struggle for me. I've had a tough week. We got to bounce back tonight with an ugly game, but 
again, we talk about this a lot on these showdowns. Sometimes the ugly games, we can find some gems in here. Where we don't care if it's an ugly game because we're only looking at the fantasy production. And I think we can find a few things up in here. I'm looking at this game right off the bat, and I feel like I feel like we're here, man. We we can find some gems, and I like this game. It this is a terrible real life game. I would not want to sit down and watch this thing in real life. Uh, kind of like that Monday night game. We're going to do a Monday night showdown here coming up on Monday, and I think it's like Pittsburgh and Miami. Oh, that's mm-hmm. ugly. These games are not good, but for fantasy, this game tonight, man, I like it. I think we can find a lot of value in this yeah. game. So. We're going to start building here, man. We got uh, Washington traveling to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Oh, buddy. Let me see if this uh, – I'm looking at the uh, the RG page right now, so it might not be the most up-to-date lines, but I'm seeing 16-and-a-half favor for Minnesota. Is that a 41-and-a-half? 41-and-a-half. <laughs> so that means that Washington has an implied team total tonight of 12-and-a-half. It's not a big number, guys. That's a pretty low number, and I'm not – I don't always go by Vegas. I don't take their their word as gospel. But, man, when they spit out a 12-and-a-half, you, you better not be trying to game stack Washington here. I don't think that might – I don't think that might work out tonight. So, let's start – let's start, start building on DraftKings, man. We got a lot of uh, – a lot of different things going. Adam Thielen has already been ruled out tonight. So, we already know – we already know he's out. We don't have to worry about that. We Now we can try to find – Guys who are going to fill in for him, who may get the extra boost here. So, um, initially, my first thought is with Thielen out and the low dollar wide receivers, we can always plug and play. We're not worried about salary cap tonight. We can leave thousands on the table if we need to. There's really no reason to because you're not even going to really struggle to get Washington high priced players on there because there are none that you really want. So, we are going to leave money on the table. That's what you got to do tonight. Is anybody jumping out to you for this captain spot on DraftKings? Uh, is anybody stand out to you as a guy we play? This is just, this seems classic to me of this is, we, we can stuff the best guy that we think is on this, in this game in that captain spot because we will be able to fit whatever we want on our roster. So for me, it comes down to, uh, three guys. It comes down to Dalvin. If you, if you trust him to get a good workload and to, and to pound Kirk Cousins. Little revenge game here, playing Washington again. You know he wants to put it on them, and he's looked real good the last few weeks. And then there's Stephon Diggs. We may not get another guy who steps in and does decent in place of Thielen. It may just be all Stephon Diggs. So I got three guys I could stick in the captain spot. I'm kind of tossed up on all of them. I don't know which one to play, but what's your thoughts on the captain? So you, you kind of broke it down perfectly. Like there's no way I'm going to use a Washington guy in the captain. So we got, this is why I like this slate because I think it's going to be chalky because a lot of people are going to go with the same guys, which is okay. Cause we can get different in other spots, but I also think it's easier. Some slates it's tough where like you have teams like the Rams or other teams where you have like eight different captains you could realistically play tonight. I really don't think there's that many options. Like like you said, you could play Cook, you could play Cousins, you could play Diggs. You can throw a little receiver in there like Olapsi or whatever that guy's name is, the Minnesota number two. But, I mean, do you really want to play him? I don't know. In a game where it could be a blowout. Could play the Vikings defense even with the low total. But for me, I talk about this a decent amount on these. If you got a guy that's, like, projected way above the field, which – for the most part, Dalvin Cook is. He's been so good this year. 
we think they're going to have a big lead. We think they're going to be able to run the ball pretty easy. It just seems so simple just to plug Cook. I know he's going to be the highest owned guy in there too, but people get people branch out in these slates. Like, well, even if he's 50% in the captain, that's still half the field not playing him. Sometimes it's good to be contrarian in other spots. If he's the leading scoring guy tonight and it's not a super high scoring game, which we don't think it will be, I think you just take it and lock it in and we can get different. There's so many, so many cheap guys that I love that I don't think we need to get cute in the captain tonight. It's like one of those Julio nights where we say, let's jam Julio in there every team and let's get different in other spots, not the captain. And I got a pretty good, you're going to like my idea today too, because it's an idea that I got from you in college a lot of times. Oh, I know what Vikings you're going to do. With this Vikings running game. I know what you're going to do. Dalvin Cook, though, in the captain. What do you think? I think we got to lock it in tonight. Yeah, I mean, if I'm running one team out there, Dalvin Cook's in my captain spot. If, if you've got a – if you're going to build five lineups or whatever, I, I'll take a shot on Kirk Cousins in one. I, I'd take a definite shot on DraftKings on Stephon Diggs. Cause... I've seen some weird stat. I should throw this out there. Like, this could be completely wrong. This is like me and you. This is why we get along good. Chop, chop facts. I've seen this thing somewhere where Washington's number one in the league against number one receivers and dead yes. last against everyone else. I, I heard that, that too. I, heard, I saw that too. I don't know. I don't know what that's. What a, that's a pretty big edge though on this show. Oh, that's, that, that's DVOA. So I don't know how much I trust all that DVOA but stuff, man. Even if it's not that accurate, just yeah. the fact that anything would have them number one and number thirty-two. That because Diggs is a pretty good fade. I think if we can, if we can get on board for that. Usually we fade the running backs. Diggs is going to be so popular, and if they are even remotely decent against ones and they get a big lead, I, I don't know. I kind of like that Diggs fade a little bit. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, you you probably you like, like Diggs. I like him. I like him a little bit more. Listen, if if Thielen was playing, I probably wouldn't have any interest in either one of them because uh, then they just kind of maybe take from each other. The only thing that's drawing me to Diggs is the fact that you know your your number one guy is out. So man, I just think a lot of it's going to fall on Diggs. Why I think Washington's a little tougher against the run than the pass in general. I don't know. You know, I'd have to go back and look at, like, I like those kind of stats. They're interesting. But then I'd like to go in back and look at each game and say, well, where are they getting the numbers from? You know, who is the number one? Who do they think is the number one and the number two in those games? And are they playing a bunch of Miamis and, you know, garbage like that? Like, I know the first game of the year was against Philly. Well, who's the number one for Philly? Are you considering Aguilar or are you considering Deshaun the number two? Because Deshaun's the number one. He ate him up. He's the number one. But you probably got, you know, you probably have Deshaun listed as number two and Alshon yeah. listed as number one, something like that. So I think it all can be twisted. You're, you're right about that, too. Like, just looking at their schedule, there's a lot of teams where Chicago you don't know, New England you don't really know, Miami, yeah. San Francisco, a lot of these teams. See, you're, you're right. Like, it, it was more of just a – Complete field play anyways, where if it's even remotely true, it's interesting if they try to shut down Diggs. Yeah, I mean, there's one of two things are going to happen, and you're right. I, I like Dalvin Cook more than anybody in this game. I'm with you on that one. I just – if I'm running multiple teams, I'll take a stab on a Diggs. I'll take a stab on a Cousins. Do you believe – do you believe in the narrative that he wants to shove it a little bit harder in Washington tonight after the way they let him go? We, we got all the narratives in this game. That's what makes it fun too. We got both quarterbacks with the narrative. We got AP with the narrative. We got, we got all kinds of narratives going tonight. Probably somebody's birthday too. We don't even know about. We have, we have to check up on that. You never know. I do believe Cousins though. I mean, that clip we've always seen where he's, he's oh, yeah. yelling at the freaking cameras or whatever. What does he say? 
I, I you like are that? Are you ready or what? You like is, that? You are you like, like that? that? Oh, whatever like he that? said. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I think there's marriage. So we'll figure it out here. All right, as we go along, like I said, we're gonna have a lot of money left over. All right, let's just let's real quick. We have to at least play one Washington player in our lineup. That's just the rules out of this whole team tonight. I mean, is there anybody that you can remotely like get behind in this game? There's nobody really. <laughs> this is a tough one to figure out one guy because I don't think I want McLaren in this matchup. I don't think I want any piece of the running game per se. Case Keenum can be bad, but I, like you said, maybe there's a little narrative there. I don't know. And it is a quarterback. If somebody's more likely to score seven points in this game for Washington, it's probably going to be Keenum. What Washington guy are you looking at running, running it back with when, when we do come up to that, to that fork in the road? So for me, I think the easiest play maybe of the night, cause you need to play a Washington guy is Smallwood just cause he's only yeah. 1800 on DK. Like it's not that I like him. I don't like him, but we need to play one Washington guy for sure. I don't mind AP too. I know people aren't going to want to play him, but we got the narrative and they're going to play, they're going to jam the ball with them, even if they're losing and maybe, maybe somehow falls into the end zone and gets a touchdown. But I, I agree with you. Like I just don't want to play the passing game. I mean, you can, if you have salary, like I'm fine with Keenum or, or McLaurin, but I don't need to have these guys. And the other guy, the running backs are just so cheap. Like AP's only 56, but Smallwood, like he's only 1800 AP's banged up. I know the narrative is going to get pushed a little bit where he wants to stick it to Minnesota a little bit, but it doesn't matter if he wants to stick it to him, if his team sucks. So Smallwood at 1800 would be my guy for Washington that I like the most. Okay. Smallwood's in there. Yeah. We'll see how much money we have left over. If we've got like one of those things where we got like seven K left over, maybe we could think about upgrading, but uh, who knows, man? We could all, we could always leave a lot of money on the table too. So our next step on Minnesota, after that big three, Cousins, Diggs, and Cook, there's a pretty big drop off. Are we doing it? They are. Can we, are we going to play Cousins? I mean, are we going to, uh, I think we're going to have the money to do it. Can we play Cousins in a flex or who's our next flex for Minnesota? So what I was going to talk about is what you, you like to do in college. If this game turns into a landslide, like I think it really could tonight. Or Minnesota just what are we going to about about Kirk Cousins that he's just been so terrible in primetime games? I know this game's a little different because they're freaking playing Washington, so there's not any pressure like usual. But this guy's numbers at night in primetime are like off the charts horrible. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just I think it we doesn't even to... matter tonight because the the freaking the Washington's so terrible that it's not even the same the same feel. But what I was going to say is your little method in college a lot where you play both running backs, this Madison guy is not going to be owned tonight. We love the running game. Dalvin Cook, maybe he gets three touchdowns in the first half. They're up 24 or 28. And Madison closes. You look at his numbers. He's 4,400. Last three weeks, he's got seven, 14, and seven carries. That's a decent amount of carries when we need some leverage in tournaments. If he gets... Like, if I told you he was going to get 10 carries tonight, he's a great play, isn't he? Especially when his carries are going to come decent, decent amount of them, maybe in scrub time even. I mean, he gets normal carries, let alone when he gets the scrub time carries in a blowout. Like, the, the other game that was a blowout, 38 to 20, 
He got 14 carries for 63 yards. He still hasn't got a touchdown, but I remember a few times he gets carries into the red zone and falls down at like the five and then someone else gets it. So I think he might be my, as far as just tournament plays, I think he might be my favorite play of the night just to get different somewhere. Yeah, I mentioned him on the uh, survey I did here for Roto. Now you're just getting me excited. You already mentioned him? Uh, oh, yeah, I mentioned him on the survey. I thought just what you said, I, I think it's going to be a blowout. We're, pl- we're playing game scripts. I think it's going to be a blowout. I don't – I think they get plenty of points in the first half. Maybe that comes a little bit from Cooks, some from Cousins. Maybe somebody else gets in the end zone too. And then, you know, fourth quarter rolls around. They haven't exactly let Dalvin Cook run crazy, especially in blowouts. So, Smallwood, I mean, uh, Madison will get a little, he'll get some run here. He's been good. I, I think he could, I think he could, listen, it's not just college. Uh, we did this last year when, uh, with, uh, Tennessee when we used Derrick Henry and DeMarco Murray in the same lineup one week. And we won a lot of money that week. By using two running backs, you can. I don't mind it in certain circumstances in the NFL. This is definitely one of them. I was saving him. I didn't want to bring him up already, but I'll put him in the lineup. I was. I definitely like me some Madison tonight. I, I definitely feel like it could be a two running back night to make a lot of money on this game. So we got Cook, we got Smallwood, we got Madison. Now we're, we got eighty one hundred dollars left per player. And like I guess. Oh well. Okay. You know what? Well, I mean, we haven't even got into a lot of this stuff. We're on DraftKings. We can't play defenses on FanDuel. On DraftKings, we can. I, I'd be remiss not to find a, a roster to, to get a little Vikings defense in at some point, man, especially with the guys we got on our roster already because we're already thinking it's going to be a blowout and yeah. run heavy game. And we've seen not just the New England game and New England's good defense, but even some, some showdowns prior to that, we've seen defenses come through big time. Defenses can actually do really well for you in certain game scripts. And I think this could be one of them. Yeah. I like them at home a ton too, where if we're playing, if you're playing two running backs tonight from the same team, you almost need to play the defense with them. It's just the correlation. You don't have to, if you don't, if it doesn't fit or or stuff like that, but man, it's just such a good correlation because we're going to get our best result when they pound them with the, we they pound them early. They go to the running game, maybe get some token touchdowns late blowout type thing, getting sacks. It's just such good correlation. And, uh, yeah, I, I love the Vikings defense. Man, I'm still sore from the other night. That Patriots 70 – We on the show, we love the defenses. I just hated the price and that they were going to be 50% on – a 50% on defense at 7200 the same price as James White. Just, I mean, whew, I'm still hurting. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Tonight, maybe it'll play to our favor, but – we have two spots left here, and we've got eight, 17,500 for total for those spots. I'm seeing a definite combination here that might be a little bit chalky, but it's definitely one that I would play in cash games. And uh, we'll fill in one spot, but and we'll leave the other one blank, but it's pretty self-explanatory anyway. If we wanted to go this route right here with the team we got, two running backs, a defense, and then run it back with Smallwood, if we wanted to plug in Cousins, we'd be left with 5,500. That's just a natural, easy plug and play here on our tight end, Kyle Rudolph, if we wanted to go that route. Or even Irv Smith, one of those tight ends and hope that they, they catch a touchdown from Cousins tonight and, and everything else is the running backs and you're rolling in the dough. So that's an easy fill out right there. I could even use that in cash games. 
You tell me with these two last two spots, though, if I take Cousins out. I mean, what's your thoughts on the last two spots? Yeah, I think you just play Cousins. I mean, you could go a different direction and really get contrarian. But I think playing Madison gets us a little bit off off kilter anyways. And, I mean, if I was running this and just playing one team, I I mean, I love Irv Smith just because anyone that plays this team we're playing is going to play Rudolph like we always talk about. We're not going to plug in the last spot like we always say. But, man, Irv. Even if I'm not playing Cousins, Irv is one of my favorite plays tonight. I loved him coming into the year. The last two weeks, he's finally got a little more work, two for 29, six for 60. I just think he's a beast, and I don't think he's going to be very popular tonight. So, like I said, I think Minnesota's going to be chalky tonight, but we like a few of these other guys. Like three of my favorite plays of the night are Madison, Irv Smith, and Olopsy. So three of the kind of – little more low-owned guys of the team. I like them better than Diggs and uh, the other tight end, Rudolph. What if, what if I told you, what if I told you right now, though, and just looking at the RG ownership projection, I'm sure they'll tweak it as the day goes on. But what if I told you Irv Smith is going to be a full 10% higher than Kyle Rudolph ownership-wise? How is that, that enough to sway possible? your opinion? Yeah, I would want to play whoever's lower-owned for sure. I mean, it's early in the day. They'll do a lot of tweaking, but right now we got Rudolph at about 14 and Irv Smith at 23%. We'll see how that plays oh. out closer to game time. But I'm with you. Super low, like they're both yeah. going to be that low. Huh? It might not be enough if you think one guy is just really superior to the other. That might not be enough to throw you off your game anyway. So, and you know what else you could do in that spot? We're not going to fill it up, but we're just throwing out ideas here. You got Dan Bailey indoors. <laughs> I love Dan Bailey, too. <laughs> I, I think I like Bailey more than the tight ends. I actually. think so, too, because yeah. just thinking about it, you're going to just, you're lucky to get a touchdown out of Rudolph and not much else. Hopefully that's what, you know, that's what you're banking on. Irv Smith, we don't know, is kind of an unknown. That guy could end up with two or three points, and that's it. We just never know. Dan Bailey's almost a lock for a certain <laughs> amount of point, like a certain floor, because even if you're getting touchdowns, he's getting the extra points. You're going to get down somewhere in there, and you're going to get bogged down. He's going to get a field goal for it. Guy's almost a lock for a nice solid floor, like the other guys aren't there, you know. So, and plus, he gets you a little bit different too in that last spot because people will want to play wide receivers and tight ends instead of kickers in that last spot. So, throw that out there too. We're not going to fill it in, but this is a good cash game core right here, man. I like this. A lot of people aren't going to want to play the second, the backup running back, so maybe that makes us different. But I love it, man. I love, I love the situation for Madison tonight. So, with that being said. It's going to probably be a little bit different on FanDuel. Let's take a look at FanDuel, see what we can do. Uh, MVP spot is a little bit different over here, but I think it's the same thought process for us in this game. I don't think there's any. It just comes down over here to Cousins or Cook, and I think we both agree Cook is the superior play. Any reason to play Cousins in the MVP? Yeah, I mean, I hope people go with the passing game route tonight. I just, I think I'm going down with the running game. I just think – I just think Cook's clearly the best play. I don't even really like Cousins tonight. I mean, he's fine because they're going to score easy points. But naturally, Minnesota wants to run the ball. The last few weeks they've thrown it more, but just because they've played better teams, decent teams, and they've had to, I don't think they need to throw it tonight. And, I mean, this coaching staff wants to run the ball. I just think they pound the ground tonight and win pretty easy. So I think Cook – I like nights like this where I don't have to overthink the captain and the MVP spots. I just plug Cook and try to get different other places. Yeah, so uh we're going to build out over here. We'll plug in Cook. That's a pretty easy play. 
Let's talk about a couple guys. We, we didn't really talk about him over there on DraftKings, but you mentioned him, Olabisi Johnson. He's 10K over here. It's not, it's not a great price tag for him over here, but, you know, we're going to be without Adam Thielen tonight. So if you're watching this and you haven't, if you haven't seen, Adam Thielen is ruled out tonight. So do not play Adam Thielen. So one of the guys that's going to step up, at least get more snaps, is Olabisi Johnson. Pretty solid wide receiver in college. They're expecting some decent things out of him. So that's one route you go. We we didn't put him in our build on DraftKings, but he's definitely on the table. We talked about Irv Smith a little, another guy who's going to get some run. Pretty good pretty good college player, too. So those are the guys we expect, the top two guys, to to take up the slack for Thielen tonight. And I'm sure there's going to be someone, somebody else out there who maybe does a little something. But uh, our next spot here on – FanDuel, I mean, does it go to one of those guys or is it somebody else? What are, what are we feeling over here? And our Washington guy on the other side was Smallwood. Is our Washington guy Smallwood over here too or, or can we go a different route? So if we think it's going to be a blowout, which we kind of do, I mean, even if it, even if Washington plays decent, I think it's going to end up being a two-touchdown game where they backdoor a cover or something like that. So. Man, it's just tough not to play Smallwood when we hate Washington because a lot of people are going to force in a Washington guy up top that could just massively bust, like McLaurin or Keenum. or I mean, AP is expensive on FanDuel. 10-5 is expensive for him. All these guys, people like casual players are just going to plug in these people and waste that salary, which I could see Smallwood outscoring these guys. And he's 5K on FanDuel. Like, he's stone men. He, he has to play. Like, even if it's p- just passing game work, he's got to play. So, I think it's the same type thing for me. Like like you said, when you're building your teams, you got to play at least one Washington guy. And I think you should only play one, maybe two, if, the, if it was a certain build. Or maybe I could see myself playing AP and Smallwood on the same team, as crazy as that sounds. But – I think Smallwood, and then if we can upgrade later, maybe we up. But, I mean, where would you even, like, besides Smallwood, just because of the value, like, who else do you even like for Washington? Yeah, I mean, we'll have to, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, and we'll see what we got left over. Over on DraftKings, we, we found a roster. We didn't even have money left over anyway, so it didn't even matter. We'll see how much we have left over here. But dead men, Smallwood, is dead minimum salary is not bad. Who else are we going to fill in around them? Let's see. We can't take defenses, so we don't have that. Uh, kickers are a little bit more expensive over here. I don't know if we have to go that route, but uh, I, I mean, is it? We got we got so much money left. Thirteen one for three spots left. Is it just an easy plug in Cousins again too? Because I mean, well, I'm looking at, at the hierarchy of guys who are going to score tonight. I think Cook is number one. But how far down could Cousins possibly be? He's going to outscore, I would imagine, everybody on Washington. And the only guys he's going to compete with on his own team are Dalvin Cook, who we've already got. Stephon Diggs might be able to outscore him, but then you're still getting the points for Cousins. Like, there's not too many scenarios where Cousin, Cousins isn't like a top three scorer in this game. So we did just, should we just plug him in again? Yeah, it's going to be tough not to play Cousins tonight. Again, I don't like him. But there's just nowhere to fade. Like, <laughs> you just have to play him almost. Unless you're just completely gambling and leaving a ton of salary on I'll the table. You, I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> can we just, can we just play the big three over here? Diggs, Cousins. I know you don't like Diggs. The problem as much. with it is, is just everyone is going to, everyone tonight is going to play Cook, Cousins, Diggs, and Smallwood. Like, 
Well, then we got to be different. We got to get different after that then. We can. I mean, if you really want to play Diggs, we, we can put him in there for you. He's going to be. I'm just looking around at this thing on, on, on FanDuel with, uh, yeah, they got him listed at 66%, but Cousins is 75, Cook is 80. We're not going to get away from that chalk. I think we can be different in other places. Because uh, just thinking about what, what can Diggs, what's his uh, floor and what's his ceiling tonight, like, Again, Diggs is not that far away from Cousins as far as like if he has if he catches a touchdown today, just one touchdown, he may outscore everybody on Washington. You know, like we don't think anything's gonna happen. And so then, who's he gonna be competing with on his own team? We're gonna have his teammates in here. He's got a pretty good chance of being a decent player. I think we may just be looking for Washington or Minnesota. Let's just see what happens when we plug him in. All right, so that would leave us ten five. Are we are we on the Madison train again? Like. Looking out, if we have the, these four guys right, we got the big three from Minnesota, and then we run it back with Smallwood. Are you a Madison guy, or, or should we change it up and go Ola B.C. Johnson, a tight end, or kicker? What, what would be your preferred method? Because we got 10-5 left over. That's plenty of money. Yeah, I, so I think this is going to be the team everyone has. So you can just look at who they're going to play. Like, people will play Ola obviously. They'll play Dan Bailey. They'll play Rudolph, even. They'll play – AP even probably before Madison. So you got two, four, at least four guys they'll play before Madison and Irv right there too. So yeah, with this build, yeah, for, for sure for me, it'd be one of my two guys in leave salary, either Madison or Irv Smith just to be different. Because like I said, I mean, I think between those three guys, the lowest owns going to be like 75% between Diggs, Cousins and Cook. And I think Smallwood's going to be like 60%. Just because of his salary, so okay. we need to be a little. I like well, Madison. Me, you like you like Madison more than Herb, right? Yeah, I do. But I like I like this this core right here. Except for let's do one thing. We got twenty five hundred left over. Let's ditch Smallwood over here because yeah, I see we, a guy. I see a guy. I think I want to take in, in his place. We got enough money to get Paul Richardson in there. Not a great player, not a sexy player, but if we expect this game script to be Minnesota up. A lot of points. Paul Richardson's going to get a lot of garbage time. They're going to devote a lot of their attention to, to Terry McLaren. So I would imagine he's kind of like, and we saw last week when they kind of stuck their good people on Galladay and they let Marvin Jones run loose on him for four touchdowns. Maybe Paul Richardson is our highest scoring Washington guy tonight. Maybe he is far less owned. Than, than Wendell Smallwood. Yeah. I like Paul Richardson, man, to run that back because it fits the bill too. Now we got a, a real a wide receiver as our run back guy here. And, uh, I don't know, man. I feel, I feel like Paul Richardson may be our ticket here. I like that a ton, actually. And like you said, you plug the three chalky guys in, got to be different somewhere. Madison gets us a little different and Richardson. He has to be lower owned than Smallwood, I would think. I mean, right now we got Smallwood at 12. There's no way Smallwood ends up 12%. As the day goes on, he's going to end up chalky, but it says 12% right now. Uh, is that real? It's got Madison at 17 and Smallwood at 12. I want to bet Jamino a lot of money that Smallwood ends up higher than, than they'll, Madison. They'll, fi- they'll fix that stuff as the day goes on. It'll get a little bit. It'll get a little bit more accurate, but. And Richardson, 12%. I, Richardson, I love the Richardson call. And so I'm to, so we got this team as our main team. I don't even completely hate, you're going to, you're going to hate this, but switch cousins to Keenum and all of a sudden you got two Washingtons playing from behind. We got 
the three Minnesota guys that could do all the damage, Cook, Diggs, Madison, and then maybe they get a big lead in Keenum and Keenum in scrub time hits Richardson a couple times for something. You know, in GPPs, that, that's the play you want to make in GP. In cash game, I want to leave Cousins in there. I could run that exact same team with Cousins on there in cash and feel good about it. In GPPs, plugging Keenum in there instead of, instead of Cousins is absolutely the way to go. A hundred percent. I mean, even looking, looking at the ownerships initially here, that's 30% less people on Keenum than Kirk Cousins. You can easily outscore them too, right? Like, around the running game. 100% Dalvin Cook gets into the end zone the first couple of times and all of a sudden it's a blowout yeah. and they just don't need to pass. And when he does pass, maybe he finds Diggs. And so we've got Diggs already anyway. And then, and then they just pound Cook and Madison the rest of the game. Keenum's playing from behind the whole game, hooking up with Richardson. We fade McLaren because we think he's going to get the Galladay treatment. We think Richardson may get the Marvin Jones treatment. Which is four touchdowns. So can you imagine too down the stretch? If down the stretch in scrub time, it's like a twenty-four point game. We're up close to the leaderboard, and we got Keenum throwing to Richardson and Madison running it back. We got three active guys in a blowout. And meanwhile, that seventy-five percent who has Cousins is is stalemated because they have because Cousins won't be throwing the ball in the second half or at least the fourth quarter. So they they won't be racking up anything. It'll just be handoffs. And yeah, like you like. This team is interesting because you could go into halftime and Cousins could have 10 more points, 15 more points than Case Keenum. And that could totally change in the second half as he just turns around and hands the ball off and Keenum is firing 30 times in the second half. It could totally catch him in the second half and outscore him, which would propel this team ahead of the Kirk Cousins teams. So, GPPs, this is the way to go. In cash games, make no mistake, I want Kirk Cousins for his floor in cash games. I like Kirk Cousins so much more in cash games, but in a GPP, which we're building here, Keenum is the is the way to go, man. I think that's a good call. I, I like this game more and more because everyone's going to play these same guys, and I think we can get off, without being crazy even, we can get off these guys a little bit. I think it's going to be a fun night GPP wise. I'm just going to hammer Cook in the in the MVP and get a little cued in some other spots. Where if this Minnesota ground game, if Madison, Madison I think is going to be our key guy. If he can have a huge night, I think we're going to be in good shape. Not even a huge night, one touchdown, 50 yards, get us to like 12 points. I think we're in real good shape. Well, I'm calling it now. He's he's going for 40 plus touchdown, one touchdown run of 40 plus. He's gonna break a big one. I'm calling it, man. I love I'm calling it. Calling him. I'm going out. I'm calling it. I'm calling my bookie and put that in, man. So, man. guys, you know that's gonna wrap it up here. I think, if I'm not mistaken, this was a free preview show, so a lot of people are gonna have eyes on this. Good, good. I hope this pans out for us. But this is what we do here. We're just spitballing. If you're uh, going to enter a GPP then you may want to change a thing up or two because there may be a lot of rosters like this. So you don't want to put the exact same players in there. Maybe you want to change, tweak one or two small small things, try to be different and try to get unique. But like Madison up in that MVP holster. Man, that you never know. You never know, especially uh, on DraftKings over there where you actually save a little money and it really, it really rewards you on DraftKings. Maybe you could do that, but – uh, you know, that's what this, you're just really here to listen to us talk about the game, how we think it's going to flow. I think we both agree on how we think this is going to flow. So I think that's where we're at, guys. 
want to also point out that I didn't get, I didn't get a chance to mention it at the top of the show. If you're tuning in here and, you, and you're not a premium member just yet and you're, you're on defense, the NBA is in full swing now. We're two days in and we're getting the big slates now. Our projection system this year, man, it is top of the line. I've seen it the first two days. I like, I like what I see a lot. We've got Notorious working on it. We got Mr. Tuttle working on it. Two big time players. Jamino's working on it. Our projection system is behind the paywall this year. You have to pay to get those RG projections in the NBA. It is well worth it, man. When I compare it to other systems that I also subscribe to and look at because I like a little NBA projection, it is very comparable. We are right there neck and neck with everybody. So be aware of that, guys. RG NBA projections. If you're on the fence, that could be the thing that swings you. Otherwise, guys, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Good luck in all those GPPs tonight. Get in them before they fill. And that's Big T. I'm Head Chopper. We're going to go watch some football now. We are out of here.